Show me a hero, and I'll write you a tragedy, said Scott Fitzgerald. This is Walking Your Talk, a personal development podcast about leadership, authenticity, and courage. I'm Carolyn Taylor, and I've spent my life working with leaders in organizations on how to change their culture. But this is much more personal. If you want to be known as someone who walks your talk at work and beyond, then this podcast is for you. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the podcast. I want to spend the next few episodes sharing with you some of the most common causes that I've encountered in the work environment in particular, which contribute to prioritization being such a challenge for most individuals, most teams, most organizations that I find. It is, I think, because there are several quite distinct causes of the difficulty in prioritization. And because of that, it becomes really tough because most of us have got at least one or two of those traits, those causes inside of us. So if you choose to listen to the next few episodes, your job is going to be to put your finger on which of those is a challenge for you personally. And then practically, I'll give you a few exercises and things that I can suggest that might help you at a personal level, which in turn will then improve prioritization, not only for you personally, but also for the broader team and the broader organization that you work in. So this week is going to be about the hero. And the hero in most stories is usually shown as a great person, the one who will step in against the odds and persevere and overcome all obstacles in the pursuit of some noble cause. And I want to suggest that in an organizational setting, the hero mentality can actually cause quite a few problems and in particular causes problems in association with prioritization. And so, as Scott Fitzgerald suggested, associated with heroes often is tragedy. And in this case, I think the tragedy is about wasted effort and the unwillingness to set the boundaries, which then leads to focus. It's the I-can-do-anything vibe, which comes from that hero mentality which can cause quite a few issues. So wanting to prove oneself, take on more and more, I've worked with so many organizations where that's a cultural norm, and I'm wondering whether it's something that's familiar to you as well. That, you know, being the hero, fixing everything, proving how good I am, proving that I can do anything, is what employees end up feeling that they have to do in order to be noticed and to succeed. And over time, then what happens is the organization will attract and hire more and more people who fit that pattern. So here's an example. A client of ours works in an industry where there is an inherent need to solve a lot of highly technical problems and overcome very high odds to design a product that is complex. And some of this work does involve a lot of individual brilliance and individual like that are rewarded. And this tends to develop heroes 
and stories about these people abound. And there is a kind of a co- internal competition that I've noticed, which is be noticed, be the one who comes in and has this amazing ability to solve problems. And people start feeling that they're not doing enough and that the environment is feeding this drive to be perfect, to do more, to prove myself. And I remember coaching a leader, I'll call him Mark, who was what I would call a quiet achiever. So he produced results, but his natural style was to do that in a, in a low-key way, so to identify what really mattered and then discard the rest. And although Mark was delivering and he knew he was delivering, he found he was being overlooked, overlooked for promotion, overlooked for recognition in favor of others who were actually delivering less but better at looking good, at playing up what they did and really basically looking busy all the time. Now, in the end, this story ends with the fact that Mark decided to leave the company and found a role somewhere else where he was appreciated and where he found others who actually shared his passion for prioritizing really well and for making choices which produced results rather than becoming busier and busier and taking on more and more in order to prove their worth. So Mark was fortunate and also courageous in that he was not willing to play the I'm so busy, I'm so important game. But I think for many of us, and I'll include myself in this list, we're driven by this need to do more, to prove what we can take on and what we can overcome and to kind of somehow eradicate some inner doubt as to whether it will ever be enough. Perhaps whether we'll ever be enough. And if this is something that you can relate to, then you'll probably find that your ability to prioritize will suffer because of that. I know that mine does. So I think a lot of people hold the belief that more is more. That the more I do, the more I'll gain the respect of others. And in the end, the more I will achieve. So if you tell us to stretch, we will work harder and add more and more things to our day, to our team, to our project list. Whereas when people held Mark to stretch, he would work smarter. He would figure out what he could cut, what he could prune, what he could ignore in order to focus on what really mattered and what could deliver a return. And there's an exercise that I've done a number of times with teams, which is really interesting in a way to break this, which is to imagine a scenario where something really dramatic happens, where you lose half your resources, or you can only work four hours a day, or you have to cut your budget in half. I mean, something really big where working harder will never achieve the outcome. This type of scenario will tend to lead to dramatic prioritization and sometimes can do a kind of a pattern interrupt to a way of thinking which is common in this hero mindset. So we actually cannot achieve what we want to achieve by doing more. We can only achieve by doing it differently. So I think this exercise really does show that this hero pattern of thinking does impact prioritization because what I've found is that at its core, 
that pattern of thinking always leads to wanting to do more. And prioritization actually requires choosing not to do something, deliberately placing restraints in order to achieve greater focus on fewer things and then achieving more, more with less. Whereas the hero mentality believes it can do everything and in that way achieve more. And the first thing that it suffers is work-life balance. Because usually the one resource that is flexible is one's own time, and so working longer and longer hours. But I guess you could say that that's the choice of that person. I think the harder outcome is the impact that it has on everyone else around the hero. Because that failure to prioritize will usually result in more and more work, and the response is often more and more heroes. So you end up with a kind of army of heroes who are all mimicking the same pattern of behavior. So I'm wondering if you recognize some of that in yourself or perhaps in some of your colleagues. And if you do, here are some of the exercises that I've found can really help. They're not easy. This isn't an easy thing to shift. But the first one is is probably to examine the beliefs that you hold about yourself and about what constitutes success. So more is more is a common one. It's never enough is another, or I'm never enough. And then question whether those are really the truth, or whether they are a habit, a pattern of thinking, a lens that you have become used to seeing the world through, which is perhaps not the complete truth. And maybe there's a possibility that it is enough, that less could be more. So that's one train of thought I would encourage you to take. Another one I would encourage you to think about is to consider the phrase fit for purpose. I love this phrase because for me, fit for purpose really gets me to consider what is the purpose? And I talked about this in the last episode, because sometimes on the really important things, the prioritized things, the purpose really should be to achieve excellence. But for others, good enough is actually the right answer. And so you can save a whole heap of time by going, what is fit for purpose right here? And then the third exercise I would encourage you to do is to consider the reputation you want to build. So what is your true legacy? Is it to be the hero? Is it to look good by tackling everything? Or is it to be the conductor, to mobilize, if you like, resources, to marshal them and to choose what really matters and to address those things alone and to deliver results with less fanfare? So these are big questions to consider and there isn't an easy fix, but if you're serious about prioritization and you do recognize something in yourself of what I've covered today, then you really can become one of those few who break that pattern and therefore achieve far more with far less. So join me next time for the next episode where I want to explore another of the root causes of the difficulties of prioritization. I said before that there are several and I want to dedicate an episode to each. So this episode has been for the heroes amongst us, for those of us who feel that more is more, and to challenge all of us to look at what that does to prioritization and to remember always that it always starts with me. So go well with that 
and I look forward to you joining me next time.